Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. I had a Warrior Cats party. Yeah, how was that? It was amazing. Yay. Yeah, we all decided, I'm like, this is going to be super extra, and like, we're going all out. Firestar's turn 20. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. So I had cat-shaped cookies. Awesome. Um, decorated like the cats. Beautiful. Um, because, yeah. (laughs) And, uh... We had these little mouse hors d'oeuvres. It's like little cheese, and they, they look like a mouse on a cheese and cracker. Really cute. My girlfriend made cupcakes decorated with the clan symbols. Oh, wow. And my friend Josie made uh, prey shaped bow buns. Okay. And it was amazing. Like, shaped like different, like, prey that they eat. Yeah, shaped like like a rabbit, a mouse, a bird. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. I'll have to I'll have to post the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was amazing. I slept. That's good. That's good too. Because I stayed up to like four a.m. editing that episode. Because <laughs> I I thought I had I thought I had like given myself enough time, and then I didn't give myself enough time, and I was like, well, I'm gonna do it, and then I. It was like, good night, everybody. Wow, you're amazing. Yeah. But it got out on time. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. And by the time this episode comes out, I am officially into my late 20s. Woo! 27! Welcome to the 27 Club! Yep. I am here. Well, not the 20, not the 27 Club, the other 27 Club. Our 27 Club. Yeah. I mean, I'm almost in the 28 Club, so... Yeah, well, we get to be 27 together for, you know, a couple months. months. Yeah. It's very fun to swear we're the same age. Yes. Our souls are that much closer. And then you spin away. And I go off into this stratosphere, and I'm like, see you in a year, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You read anything? But it seems like you were too busy. Oh, um, actually, I think I did. Oh, yay. So I read um, A Wolf Called Wander by Roseanne Perry, who is a Portland uh, local author. So that's cool. Um, it's about a wolf in a wolf Named pack. Wander. Well, at first it's not. Oh. Um, his name is actually Swift. Oh, let me Because he's really, really fast. He's got to leave his pack. But- yeah, um, he gets separated from them, oh. and he ends up traveling, and wandering. It's a, it was a sweet. It's a, it's a, a middle grade book, so everybody can read it. It was very sweet. Um, it's actually uh, inspired by a true story of a wolf in Northern California who like oh. traveled alone for a while. Yeah, it was very sweet. And I also read Magic for Liars by Sarah Gailey. Mm. And that was really cool. A private detective goes to the magic school where her sister works to solve a murder. Those are all regular things. But she tries to pretend that she is also magic. Oh, okay. And it's great. So I, I really enjoyed that one as well. Do you read anything? No. I've barely been alive for, like, the past week, so... I'm not sick. I, like, gave myself permission to sleep all yesterday, and then I slept all day, too, and I was like, oh, all right. That's nice. Sometimes you need that, like, a reboot. I was supposed to be a real person today. I messed up, though, but that's all right. Eh, overrated. Mm-hmm. 
Well, are we ready? Sure. Because I'm Ember Hart. I'm Tangletone. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? Remember where we left off? Oh God, I have like there's like three storylines going on in my head right now. Um, no, I genuinely don't. What happened? Uh, Barry Kit went missing, and oh, we found him in a fox trap. Oh right, we have a cat in a trap. We have a cat, a kitten in a a kitten in a snare with her tail in a yeah. snare. This cat's about to lose their tail, which. It's like, as long as he doesn't bleed out, he could live. I say yeah. we do the plan that I'm thinking of, which is we just two send two people. How many people are on this? Uh, four. Four? Okay. Send one person back to our clan and send two people to Shadow Clan. And just like yell the whole time, so they won't. It's definitely like not like we're we're not invading. So they're just yelling. Yeah. Who who is the most in cat for Shadow Clan? Uh, Little Cloud. Just be like Little Cloud, Little Cloud, Little Cloud the whole time, and then and then yeah. we have two missing cats to help a little child. That's what I think yeah. we should do. Well, let's find out what Shadow Clan would do because Squirrel Flight hisses. <sighs> Uh-huh. There are three Shadow Clan cats crouching on their side of the border. So it's Shadow Clan's side. Yeah. Um, Russet Fur, who is the deputy, Oak Fur, and Cedar Heart. And it looks like they had been there for some time, watching Barry Kit struggle in agony. They might just be confused. Crow food eaters, Squirrel Flight spat. Why didn't they help him? Russet first stands and gives her shoulder a couple slow licks. She says everyone knows ThunderClan ignores borders. ShadowClan sticks to the warrior code. Well, Besides, that's a kitty pet. They have nothing to do with kitty pets in their clan. Isn't part of the warrior code that they help kids? Yeah. There is no stipulation of what type of kid... It should, it's all kids. Yeah, you guys suck. Yeah. I think Tawny Pelt would probably just, like, chew your faces off if she found out. Yeah, hopefully. Somebody put that girl in charge. For once. Squirrel Flight hisses again, too angry to speak. Brambleclaw tells her to forget it. They need to help bury Kit. Yeah. And Squirrel Flight definitely looks like she would rather shred those Shadow Clan cats. But she spins around and follows Brambleclaw to Barry Kit's side. Stormfur and Brooke are already sitting with him, and the ground is torn up with desperate scratches as he had tried to get free. Go get a medicine cat. Barry Kit is whimpering that he's sorry. He just wanted to hunt some prey, and Brambleclaw tells him sternly that he frightened his mother and upset the whole clan. But keep still, they'll have him out of here soon. Well, will we? Brambleclaw takes a closer look. Barry Kit's haunches are matted with blood, and his tail was mangled in his struggle to get free. The snare was tight, 
and it's stretched taut to a stick buried in the ground. Brambleclaw gives the stick a small tug, and Berrykit shrieks in pain. Let's let's go get a, a medicine cap before we try doing surgery on a grape, okay? Squirrelflight is going to try biting through it. Okay. But it's too deeply embedded in his tail. Berrykit wails, you bit me! Squirrelflight apologizes, a smudge of blood on her nose. Okay. And Brambleclaw wonders if they'll have to chew his tail off. Uh? And he's bracing to suggest it when Brooke speaks up. She points to the stick. If they can get it free, the wire should loosen. Brambleclaw and Squirrelflight exchange a bewildered glance. So Brooke explains that the stick is holding the wire, and it can't hold tight if it's not in the ground. Brooke is so smart. Yeah, I was just being like, why is that so bewildering? But then I was like, oh, they don't cause and effect, you guys. You know what? It actually is pretty obvious that these two don't know how cause and effect works at all. Yes, that is correct. Brooke, you're brilliant. Squirrelflight starts to scrape the ground by the stick furiously, and Brooke joins her. Every time the stick moves, Barry Kit squeaks. Stormfur is licking his ears soothingly while blocking Barry Kit's view of his tail. Oh, Yeah. The tendril starts to sag as Squirrelflight and Brooke dig deeper. Brambleclaw tells Barry Kit to keep still. It won't be long. Squirrelflight tells everyone to stand back. She's almost got it. She grabs the stick with her teeth and tugs hard. Her paws shoot from under her and it sprang free. Barry Kit scrambles forward, dragging the stick behind him. Great, now he just looks kind of dumb. Stormfur stops him. They need to get it off first. Brambleclaw is able to slip a claw under the wire and loosen it, and Barry Kit is able to draw his tail free from it. He tries to get to his paws, but staggered and fell over, eyes closed. Brooke tells him to rest. They'll clean his tail. Broken tail! So, Brooke... <laughs> oh, oh, no. Wait. Do we already have a cat named that? Yellowfang's kid? Shadow Clan Tyrant? Broken Star? Yeah, he just never becomes a star. <laughs> or Broken Berry. Busted Berry. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Brick and Squirrel Flight uh, start cleaning the tail. There's still blood trickling from the wound, so Brambleclaw grabs some leaves and presses them over the worst of it. Cobwebs would have been better, but he doesn't have time to find any. He tells Barry Kit that Leafpool will look at him when they get back to camp. Barry Kit doesn't reply. He may not have even heard. He's in shock. Yeah, he's not having a great time. No. Stormfur moves towards the Shadow Clan patrol. Seen enough? He snarled. At least they've had a lesson from Thunder Clan how to deal with fox traps. Russet first says they can deal with fox traps, thanks. ShadowClan has the sense to stay clear of them. More sense than a kit? Stormfur asks, stepping right up to the border. That must make her so proud. They're really fierce warriors. He can see that. <laughs> Get him! Get him! Oakfur growls. Take one step over the border and you'll find out just how fierce we are. Deserter. Stormfur bristles. He was one of the cats who made the journey. He helped the clans find their new home. 
And he didn't do it so that the four clans would grow too far apart to even help an injured kit. Cedarheart says that's not a clan kit. Maybe Stormfur's been in the mountains so long that he forgot the warrior code. Yeah, maybe you guys can grow a sense of empathy once in a while. Or maybe he never knew it. Half clan. Wow. Stormfur unsheaths his claws. Shadowclan's never gonna escape the racist allegations, are they? No. They're not cool. Like, Firestar even said they had welcomed these guys into their clan at the last gathering, you know? Yep. Despicable. So Brambleclaw does not have the time to deal with a fight right now, because they need to get Barricade back to camp. I'm bleeding out! Brambleclaw nudges Stormfur and tells him that. And they're not worth it. Alright, boyfriends, kiss each other on the mouth. Stormfur locked his gaze with Brambleclaw's, eyes hot with anger. (laughs) He took a deep breath and let his fur lay flat. Only you Brambleclaw's right. Their girlfriends watching, like, what is what is should we kiss? What? What is happening here? (laughs) Swirlflight's like, yes. Brambleclaw's right, but crow food is still too good for them. Oh, that's such a burn. Mm-hmm. But they both turned away and headed back towards Berry Kit. Especially for Shadowclan, because scornf- uh, crow food for a while was all you guys got to eat. A scornful yowl sounded from one of the Shadowclan warriors, but neither Stormfur or Brambleclaw looked back. Probably just said something racist. Yeah, probably. Kitty pets? <laughs> When Brambleclaw bends to sniff Berry Kit, his eyes flicker open. Thank you, he whispered. I'm really sorry. Squirrelflight tells him it's okay. Brambleclaw's like, no, it's not. How am I going to train a maimed kitten? Berry Kit asks if Firestar will still let him be an apprentice. (laughs) Brambleclaw gives him a comforting lick. He'll tell Berry Kit a secret. When Firestar was an apprentice, he got into endless trouble. There's like a whole book series about it. <laughs> Squirrelflight nods. It's no secret. The whole clan knows it. <laughs> Berry Kit blinked. Firestar? Really? Yeah, have you met him? Really? He's like not changed at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yes, really, really. What he did was wrong, but it was also brave. And but Firestar no, will understand that. I mean, yeah, it was brave, but it was super, like, we should, it was stupid. I'm glad they said it was wrong first, like. Well, maybe he won't make it, and then it doesn't matter. Okay, stop. <laughs> Barry Kit reassured, sighs, and closes his eyes. Let's get him back to camp. Brambleclaw and Stormfur shuffle through the entrance, Barry Kit's limp body between them. His tail is still bleeding, but he's alive. But they desperately need Leafpool before they lost him. Leafpool! Squirrelflight races to her sister's den at once. And Brooke is gonna go tell Daisy. Okay, good. Also, stop shooting all that man that's ain't your man. A shrill wail breaks out as they carry the kit across the clearing. It's Daisy running out of the nursery. Cloudtail is behind her, telling her to wait. She stops in front of Brambleclaw, eyes wide with terror. Berry Kit, oh, he's dead, he's dead. Brambleclaw has a mouthful of Berry Kit and cannot reply. 
Cloudtail is behind her. He's not dead, he tells Daisy. Brooke told them that he was alive. And look, you can see him breathing. Daisy flings herself at her kit and starts licking him desperately. She's really in the way. Can't she see that it's important to get her kit to a medicine cat immediately? Cloudtail's able to draw her away, and she can tell Mouse Kit and Hazel Kit that Berry Kit will be okay. They've been worried. Daisy looks to him doubtfully, but lets Cloudtail lead her away. Leafpool rushes out to meet them. She tells Brambleclaw to bring the poor scrap in. Brightheart is making a nest for him. Poor scrap. So they laid him down. <sighs> He's not moving. And Brightheart strokes his fur with her paw. Squirrel Flight is going to go tell Firestar. Leafpool needs to stop the bleeding first, then she'll give him Marigold to stop the infection. He's going to be okay, isn't he? Brambleclaw asks quietly. Leafpool hopes so, but she doesn't know. She'll do the best she can, but he's in the paws of Star Clan now. Uh oh. Brambleclaw joins Dustpelt and Thornclaw on a patrol to keep his mind off things. But as they walk the Wind Clan border, he can't get Barry Kit, limp and bloody, out of his mind. If he died, Daisy would probably take her other kits straight back to Horse Place. And then there wouldn't be more apprentices until Sorreltail's kits were old enough. That was almost six moons away. Can you be more selfish? <laughs> Brambleclaw is angry with himself for thinking that way. Good. He cared about the bright, disobedient little kit for Barry Kit's own sake, not just because he needed an apprentice. But he can't stop thinking about how much he wants to be clan deputy and what he needs to get there. Boy. God. When Brambleclaw gets back, he wants to go straight to check on Barry Kit, but Stormfur and Brooke are crossing the clearing with Firestar and Squirrelflight. Stormfur raises his tail in greeting and races ahead to meet Brambleclaw. Hi, he says. We waited for you. Why? Brambleclaw asks, seeing a shadow of regret in Stormfur's eyes. Stormfur touches his nose to Brambleclaw's shoulder. Brooke and him are leaving. Aww. Now? Brambleclaw asks, sinking his claws into the ground. It had felt so right. So comfortable to have Stormfur around again. He knew they would have to leave eventually. <laughs> yes, and, and Brooke, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Her too. <laughs> he knew they would have to leave eventually, but this seemed too soon. Brambleclaw sighs. They have to go back to the mountains, but he'd hoped they would stay longer. Stormfur hesitates. Not to the mountains. Huh? To River Clan. What? The Shadow Clan cats were right. If they stay here, they need to live by the Warrior Code. And that means being loyal to River Clan. Brambleclaw stares. I'm confused. Did you guys get kicked out? Is that why he's going? Because of what those crow food eaters said? No, Brooke says, coming up to Stormfur's side. She says he'll see them again. They want to stay by the lake for good. And when they get to River Clan, Brooke is going to train as a warrior. What? Wait, what about the whole mount? What did you guys get kicked out? What happened? 
So, okay, so they're staying for good, and Brambleclaw is also wondering why they left the mountains. Yeah. But he can't ask. If Stormfur had wanted him to know, he would have told him. No, sharp claws sank ask. into Bramble. Sharp claws sank into Brambleclaw's heart at the thought that his friend didn't trust him enough to confide in him. To be fair, you're not to be trusted right now, dude, so... Yeah, really in any way. But, like, he doesn't know that, so... But also, like, I don't know what's going... I want to know what's going on. Mm, tell Maybe tell one me. day you'll find out. No, tell me now! I'm not betraying you! <laughs> Stormfur, come back! Brambleclaw forces a purr. He says it's great that they're staying. At least they'll see each other at gatherings. Yes, Squirrelflight agrees. They'll expect all of the RiverClan gossip. She presses her muzzle against Stormfur's and then Brooks. And quietly, she adds that none of them will ever forget their journey. And part of them will walk together always. Firestar, standing a few tail lengths away, tells them that they won't forget what Stormfur and Brooke did for after the Badger attack. They will always have ThunderClan's thanks and they owe them too much than they could ever repay. Stormfur dips his head and thanks Firestar for letting them stay as long as they did. Stormfur heads for the tunnel, and Brook behind him. Brambleclaw and Squirrelflight followed them out and watched, side by side, as Stormfur and Brook padded away through the undergrowth. May StarClan light your path, Brambleclaw called, and Stormfur pauses to look back. He curls his tail in farewell. Then both of them vanish among the ferns. Huh. Bye, Stormfur and Brooke. So something was up. Yeah, they're at least not going home. Well, maybe maybe they just got to the lake and Brooke was like, wow, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I want a room with a view. I... No. And then he's like, wow, if you want a room with a view, let me take you to one with more water. <laughs> Are you going to hit me with a cat fact? Oh, sure. Yeah? Yeah. It's kind of a lower key one since we've been, you know, going on and on recently. So, <clears throat> Maureen, I'm sure you want to know. Yes. The most popular cat name of all time. Yes, I do. Please. Okay. So, this is, like, as official as it can be, because, you know, some cats aren't, like, uh, named in an official capacity. So, this is mainly yeah. based on, like, um, microchips and, like, other, like, registries, like, for pet insurance and, you know, yeah. some breed registries and also some, um, you know, folks who've done uh, surveys. Um yeah, and apparently, like giving our our like animals like good names is rather rather like uh, new because up until like the nineteen fifties nineteen sixties, we were just like calling our dogs and cats dog or cat, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, most of the time, they do kind of follow the warrior code, where or at least the warrior kind of way ways of naming cats, um, where they just kind of like name them after their own, uh, like what they look like. You know, we've heard about Blackie, yeah, Spot. Um, yeah. So, uh, we're do I gonna, get to guess? Huh? Do Do I get to guess the name? Sure. Should I? Should I? Should I not? Well, do you want to pick a region first? 
Oh, because here's the thing. We got Australia, the UK, and the United States, so. Okay, um, I'll do the the US, where I am. Okay. No, UK, no, yeah, US. Okay. Is it Tabby? No. Oh. It's Max. Max? Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I can see that. Um... Other popular choices are Kitty, Tiger, uh, Chloe, Bella. Um, All right. Uh, in the in the United Kingdom, we have Molly, Charlie. Oh, Tigger is up there again. Um, we also have Felix and Smudge. And in Australia. Oh. We have Oscar, Max, Tiger, Bella, and Molly once again. Simba's also on there. All right. So. Dang. I guessed wrong. <laughs> it's all right. Um, and just for a little bit of a taste, uh, in Italy, do you want to guess what the number one cat name is in uh, Italy? Bella. So close. Oh. It's Romeo. Um. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is Bella on that list? Because it was on every other list. Mm, surprisingly, no. Oh. All right. Well, you know, Romeo's better. <laughs> and um, a lot of the times, uh, popular names like human names also follow like the same sort of path, like. Um, I think Bella probably we saw like a increase because Bella became a more popular human name. It also became a pet, a more popular mm. uh, cat name. And uh, just a quick um, survey in China, uh, the number one popular name is Mimi, but that is also the generic name for a cat. So like if someone like is trying to call a cat, they would be like Mimi, Mimi. So. <laughs> um, Makes sense. And in South Korea, it is uh, no rang eye, which means goldy or yellowy. Or there's also mm. yaong yi, which means meowy. <laughs> Aww. And um, uh, I forgot to mention Romeo um, is probably re- related to the fact that that is the two main names of the cats in the Aristocats in the Italian version. Oh, okay, yeah. And then finally, uh, in Germany, do you want to guess the most po- popular German cat name? Um, Mark. <laughs> we do have a Minka. Um, I do like Minka. Uh, no, it's Felix. Oh, Felix the cat, the wonderful, wonderful cat. Yeah, and um, so. And in Japan, last but not least, we have uh, Kariri, and then also Momo, which means peach, or Kuro, which means black. Um, So yeah, Uh, folks just be naming their cats the same things they've always been naming their cats, which is (laughs) most of the time we're just calling our cats kitty (laughs) or uh, cat um, or just like whatever color they are. Yeah. People have not changed too much. Or they're naming them, like, people names. 
Um, yeah. I always like get surprised when people are like, oh, you gave that cat a person name. It's like, yeah, people have been giving their cats people names like since forever. Um, <laughs> you can track popularity of cats' names also with popularity of human names. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Well, short and sweet to the point, but uh, if you've named your dog Luna or you've named your cat uh, Mimi, don't worry. It's a good name. <laughs> All right. Should we see how this baby's doing? I hope he's okay. Leafpool crouches beside Barry Kit the next night. She touches her nose to his, and his nose feels hot and dry with fever. He whimpers, but doesn't wake. He hadn't regained consciousness since he was brought back early the previous morning. I mean, makes sense. Your body's been through that much trauma. You're just gonna pass out. Yeah. Leafpool has awake since then, watching over him. She'd done her best with cobwebs and marigold, but she'd been forced to admit defeat in her efforts to save his tail. Uh, well. That afternoon, she'd bitten through the last couple tendons that held the end in place. Oh! <laughs> I get it. I he know jerked. she had to. I kind of saw it coming. But it's just like, yeah, y'all, I don't need the detailed... <laughs> Ugh. Nibbling on some tendons? Yeah, jeez, don't say that. <laughs> Kit had jerked and squealed in pain, but he hadn't woken. Leafpool had patched up the new wound and given the tail to Brightheart to bury outside of camp. <laughs> I thought you said that she went to bury it, or else it was just like, here, Brightheart, for you. <laughs> you want a tail? Wow, thanks so much. Now, she trickles borage juice into Barry Kit's mouth, hoping to reduce his fever. She watches him for a while, but she was so exhausted that at last she slept. Leafpool finds herself on the lakeshore, and a cat is making his way swiftly towards her. Oh, crap. Okay. Is it Lionheart? I hope so. It's Mudfur. River Clan's former medicine cat. Oh, the one that died <laughs> hey, right before we left. Hey, I need you to go tell. <laughs> well, you joke, but Leafpool greets him, and he tells her that he has a message for her to take I to Mothwing. I knew so. it. Mothwing <laughs> won't talk to me. Leafpool had taken a message to Mothwing before, but she really didn't feel comfortable being responsible for this vital part of Mothwing's duties. You've accepted that she's an atheist, and you need to accept that the gods are going to come to you with things that uh, that they can't get to her. But she's more reluctant now, after the new commitment she had made to her own clan. What new commitment? It's the same commitment you were doing that... then. Yeah, well, th th when she decided to, for realsies, reject oh, yeah, love okay. for life and be a doctor. <laughs> and now she's their full medicine cat. Instead of the apprentice, so that's kind of like a new commitment. I guess. Mudfur says that a RiverClan elder is suffering from green cough. Mothwing needs catmint, but she can't find any. Mudfur's eyes are filled with anxiety. Did he make a mistake when he chose Mothwing to be their medicine cat? The sign of the moth's wing outside his den had been so clear. He hesitates. Leafpool, he begs her. Make sure his clan doesn't suffer for his poor judgment. 
Leafpool asks if she should take Mothwing some catmint. Mudfur says no, there's plenty just outside RiverClan territory. If she only knew where to look. Mothwing needs to go to the small thunder path at the edge of her territory and follow it until she comes to a row of two-leg nests. Catmint grows in the gardens. Would Leafpool tell her this? Mudfur opens his mouth again, and a thin mewling comes out. Oh, wake up! He fades, but she still hears the mewling. It's a baby. Baby, he's here. Leafpool wakes to Barry Kit thrashing in his nest. It hurts. His tail hurts. Oh, no. Leafpool rests a paw on his chest to calm him and gives him more borage juice. Is he going to have that thing that um, amputees sometimes go through where they have, like, the ghost limb? I don't know. Is his tail Maybe. in StarClan? Oh, I hope so. It, this, this wasn't its tail's fault. What if... Hey, okay, I have a troubling question. Yes? If Daisy doesn't join ThunderClan and her kids do, when she dies and they- She'll never see them again. I don't like that! What if they just have half a tail and- Well, what if all the kids leave and they just end up with, a half a tail in ThunderClan heaven? That would- that would be beautiful. I'm sure tail would be really great at, uh, prophecies. Mm-hmm. Dawn is breaking. She remembers Mudfur's anxiety. But how could she go to RiverClan now? Firestar had given her permission to go in the past. But now she had a sick kit to consider. And he could die if she didn't care for him properly. Also, it hasn't been many days since she had abandoned ThunderClan to go with Crowfeather. <laughs> like, it's really... Like, I don't think it's even been a week. Yeah. It's been a few days. Hey, hey, uh, uh, Brightheart, girly, hey girl, I have a weird favor. Well, she can't, yeah, she can't disappear again. Even if she's helping Mothwing, they wouldn't sim- sympathize with a show of loyalty to another clan. Nope. And Leafpool tells herself that Mothwing can find the catmint on her own if she looks. And tonight is when she's meeting her at the moon pool for the medicine cat meeting. And she'll oh. pass on Mudfur's message then. Perfect timing, right? Yeah, I hope that elder won't die. Yeah, that would suck. That elder's gonna die, huh? <laughs> That's a complicated question. I mean, okay, well, here's the thing, though. Leafpool shouldn't blame herself, because genuinely, it's not her fault. That is correct. Leafpool keeps watch over Barry Kit. But she can't push the dream from her mind. Is it part of her duty to carry out his request? And it suddenly feels very complicated being a medicine cat. Was her duty to ThunderClan alone? Or is her duty to StarClan, and therefore all of the cats that they watched over? Leafpool tells Brightheart anxiously that she's not sure if she should go. The sun is setting. Barrykit is sleeping more peacefully. And Leafpool feels almost too exhausted to journey to the Moodenpool. And she dreads telling the other medicine cats that Cinderpelt was dead. We haven't broken that news yet. Oh god, right, this is about to be the weirdest meeting ever. Hey guys, so I'm back. 
Oh yeah, I left. I'm in. I'm in a hundred percent though. Don't worry about that. They're like, we hope so. You're the only person here who could talk to God, like in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I'm not getting married. Um. Oh, Cinderella died. Uh, don't worry. I learned my lesson as that was happening. Also, hey girl, hey Mothwing, I have a, I have a message. <laughs> Well, Brightheart tells her she has to go. She knows what to give Barry Kit if he wakes up. So Leafpool will go. Brightheart will be fine taking care of Barry Kit. But she'll be back as soon as she can. What a change. Leafpool. What a change. Yeah. We support Brightheart. Everyone support Brightheart. You know who should support Brightheart? Her husband? Cloudtail. Yep. Leafpool heads for the Thorn Tunnel to leave and... It feels strange going on this journey without Cinderpelt. She longs to feel her mentor's spirit beside her. But there's no trace of her familiar scent. No brush of her soft fur. Leafpool had never felt so alone. Near the WindClan border, Barkface and Little Cloud stop to wait for her. Barkface greets her. He grieves for her loss. It's sad Cinderpelt had to join the ranks of StarClan so young. What? Little Cloud exclaimed. Cinderpelt is dead? God. Poor Cinder. So Leaf. poor. Also, Barface is right. She died so young. Yeah, she did. It was not fair. Because I want more Cinderpelt. Yeah, I do too. Leafpool nods and explains. Little Cloud bows his head. She was a great medicine cat. He owed Cinderpelt his life. Which, that's so sad. Cinderpelt saved his life, and then she inspired him to become a medicine cat, and... Ah, stop saying things that make me sad! Barkface murmurs that she must miss Cinderpelt greatly, but tells her that she'll be a worthy successor. Leafpool hopes so. She'll never forget everything that Cinderpelt taught her. They continue on their journey. Leafpool wants to ask Barkface how Crowfeather was... But she definitely shouldn't. She needs to stop thinking about him. When they reach the top of the moor, Leafpool looks back towards the lake. There's no sign of Mothwing. Little Cloud tells her not to worry. She's been late before. Uh-oh. When they reach the brush surrounding the moon pool, there's still no sign of her. Leafpool hopes maybe she's already there. But she's not. Leafpool is worried about Mothwing and River Clan but also afraid that Mudfur would blame her for not passing along his message. Which is not fair, Mudfur. Man. Leafpool crouches by the pool. What is Mudfur really suppost to do? Yeah, I don't know. It's a a bit of a hopeless situation. But maybe if there's another cat in the clan with a good connection to Star Clan, maybe he could tell them. In River Clan? Yeah. I don't know anyone. Well, maybe like uh. The cat that was helping Mothwing earlier Ooh. when we were in River Clan camp, little little Willow Kit. Oh yeah, Willow Kit. Yeah, come on. Hey, you're seven. Here's responsibility. <laughs> Leafpool crouches by the pool. Star Clan cats line the hollow, and Blue Star welcomes her. Star Clan welcomes her as the new medicine cat of Thunder Clan. The starry cats around her murmur in greeting. Leafpool sees Feathertail sitting by her mother, Silverstream. 
And Shrew, Paw, Holly, Kit, and Larch Kit are there. I'm sad. Tall, <laughs> Tall Star sat nearby. And Leafpool draws strength from their luminous gazes. Leafpool thanks them. She'll do her best to help her clan. On the other side of the pool was a group of former medicine cats. And I quote, her own dear guardian, Spotted Leaf, okay. along with Yellowfang and Mudfur. Mudfur's gaze is fixed on his paws. Leafpool's heart lurches. Is he deliberately avoiding her? Oh. It's not Leafpool's fault that you picked an atheist. He didn't know! <laughs> Leafpool looks desperately for Cinderpelt, despite what Spotted Leaf had told her. Please, Cinderpelt, she whispered. She turns to Blue Star and starts to ask where Cinderpelt is, but the cats are already fading, and Leafpool is blinking awake. The medicine cats chat as they head back out to the territories. Barkface tells her that there's a good clump of watermen by the stepping stones. She should collect some. There's plenty for both of them. He says that he saw Brightheart out collecting marigold. She looked busy. Leafpool tells him Brightheart has been a lot of help. And they've needed a lot of marigold for the wounds from the badger attack. Little Cloud asks if ThunderClan was recovering. Did she need any help? And Leafpool tells him thank you. But their wounds are healing. We've got brand new ones, so... Don't worry about it. It's not yet dawn. <laughs> it's not yet dawn. Leafpool could have time to deliver Mudfur's message. Run! But what message would that send to her clanmates if she was late home? Which I don't think they would know. I don't think anybody knows. Like no one would. Be, no one's going to be awake. They don't. They don't know what you guys do. Yeah, exactly. Like, they don't know if maybe StarClan kept you for a long meeting. Yeah. Like, sometimes meetings go long. But the clan needs to know that she is completely dedicated to them. Okay. And she needs to return to care for Barry Kit. That's true. Also, to get to RiverClan, she would need to pass through WindClan. Yeah, big... And the risks... The risk of seeing Crowfeather was too great. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> she follows a stream into ThunderClan territory, refusing to look over at the WindClan side. That part of her life was over. She's a medicine cat. And if she could concentrate on her duties, her feelings would die away. Well. Crowfeather would mean nothing more to her than any other warrior. Mm. Like, ouch! We gotta do what you gotta do. That's actually the end of my notes. We got through two whole chapters. Ooh, look at us. This is unprecedented. That's okay. We can have a slightly shorter episode. You guys Amazing. got so much last week. Hope y'all are still eating good. Well, folks, yeah. um, if you decided to take the long walk home because you don't want to see your ex, because you need to prove to your family that you're loyal to them, um, then follow us on Twitter or Instagram at WCWITCast. And if you want to uh, contact us directly, you can do so at WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, best way you can do that is to share this episode with a friend and be like, hey, 
Is your cat named Kitty? Tigger? Luna? Felix? Then they're unique. <laughs> and if they are named that, then awesome. They have so many friends with the same name as them. So many. So many people uh, love a cat with that same exact name. Isn't that cool? I think it's cool. Um, it's amazing. And uh, share this podcast with that friend. And um, thank you so much for listening. Because I'm Ember Hart. And I'm Tug. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Thank you.